Hello, darlings. It's me, Ruma, and you know my podcast is called Getting Effie. I come to you pre-recorded from New York City at the corner of Pandemic Meets Boredom. And you know that, well, we only have two and a half more weeks of my favorite reality show, Big Brother. But I'm going to continue my podcast with Getting Effie with you, with my Effie wisdom, of all my experiences that I have had to go through in my life. It's quite extraordinary. I think it's entertaining. I hope so. And I hope that you'll keep on listening to me. Maybe you'll learn a little something and not make all the mistakes that I've made in my life. And well, I'll also share with you about my great, wonderful experiences in my life. And I hope that will bring some smiles to your faces. So darling, let's get Effie about Big Brother Season 22, Week 9. Quick recap, Kevin, David and Danny went to jury. Yes, it was a triple eviction the previous week and that would be with Cody being the HOH and he put Kevin and David up. But Julie announced it was a triple eviction and well, those three went to jury. So now we are on week nine. Another HOH was played. So those people that were the remaining people in the house, I call them the evil six. And that would be Cody, Tyler, Nicole, F, Xmas, Christmas that is, and Memphis. So... Let's not forget Enzo. So that's the evil six darlings that are left over. And there was another HOH played. So they must have been a little tired after all the activity that they had that Thursday. And well, who won HOH? Well, I already kind of alluded to telling you the last podcast. Yes, Cody, bugger all, this Italian stallion has the luck of, well, I don't even know what to say, the luck of the Italians, I guess. I mean, he won HOH again, so he's definitely living the high life. He's opened the HOH room two weeks in a row, strutting his stuff. He got a wonderful basket filled with yummy deli, Italian deli, treats and of course all these beautiful cheeses and well if you're a meat eater he got lots of different meats i am really not a meat eater so of course when he's talking about his puschetta and things like that i'm not too into it because i don't really eat anything like that i don't eat pork and i don't eat beef i do eat fish on occasions and i do eat a little chicken on occasions. This is all like health reasons. And of course, I love animals and I feel badly about eating the chicken. I'm, I really don't eat is that much. I just eat it every once in a while. Whenever I'm eating it, I think about eyes and I think about the little eyes looking back at me. I know that's a horrible thing to picture, but I do think about not eating things with eyes. <laughs> so that's, that's my little philosophy, you know. As they say, the eyes are the windows to the soul. So I just don't like to do that. But 
you know, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Whatever makes you happy. It's not like I'm um, doing it for any other reason, but just kind of my personal preference. But I do not condemn anybody that likes their meats, treats, whatever. And, of course, I think it's great if you are eating the way you want to eat because we live in a free country and we can do whatever we want, basically. <laughs> That's what America's all about. They say, but are we really? Are we really that free? Oh, well. Anyway, darlings, I digress. Okay, so let's get back to week nine, Cody HOH, and, well, He's strutting his stuff. I mean, he's the, I mean, I swear to God, he walks into a room and I think staying alive is playing behind him. I mean, he's just this, you know, Italian stallion stud. He's one now, HOH. He's the big stud. I'm sure that like maybe Memphis, maybe Tyler are thinking, huh, should we have not put Nicole or David out? Well, Nicole didn't go out, but should we have not put her on the block? Should we have put maybe Cody up on the block? Well, you probably should have because we all know as viewers, it's if they don't wise up, he's going to win this whole thing. And so, and I think he probably is going to. So, lots of discussions, you know, I mean, Enzo is doing his little smooth thing. You know, he acts like he's about 24 and we all see his... He wears scoffs to cover up that he's completely bald and he's 40 years old. The gig is up. You know, you're 40 years old. You probably graduated high school and win like the 80s. I mean, for you to sit there and try to act like you're this young guy. Well, let's see. Yeah, he might have graduated. We probably graduated in the early 90s. But anyway, high school. But it's just, it's just silly, you know, because he's, he really tries to, act like he's one of the kids but anyway he has been going around you know and i think his vo- his message that he tells people is could work against him i mean these people are all so egotistical that they don't even think about it but he tells everybody i like everyone everyone likes me i don't know i don't care because i like everyone everyone likes me i'm i mean i'm just so light Well, I mean, I wouldn't go around and saying that to everybody, but these people are so egotistical that they literally think, oh, I could go up against Enzo and win. But honestly, I don't know if you could. I mean, the only person that could go up against Enzo and possibly it would be a fair shot would be Cody. But I don't even know if Cody, I mean, I I think that's, of course, the plan, but I don't know if Enzo would win because he's more likable or if Cody would win on just the sheer fact that he's won the majority of the competitions. So Enzo's kind of, you know, doing his BS to everyone, you know, making sure that he's best friends with everyone. And, you know, Nicole is playing the victim. I'm a victim, victim, victim in every room, in every discussion. She can't sleep by herself like a little baby. She has to be coddled all the time. You know, she thinks that it's everybody else's fault and the production's fault why she's not winning things. She was supposed to get married this week, but the pandemic happened all against her. Of course, we we all know that the pandemic is all surrounding 
Nicole and the fact that she was going to get married and so the universe decided to hate on her. Whatever, Nicole, get over yourself. Nobody cares that you were going to get married. I mean, if anything, you should hopefully learn a little lesson from the show. All your microaggression that you have displayed and you're marrying a Latino. So you better get woke. So she was like whining. She can't sleep alone. And she, and it's like, she says she's afraid to sleep alone in a room. You're afraid to sleep alone in a room that has cameras all over. You're probably the safest you could ever be in a house that you have cameras all over watching you sleep, but you're afraid. And so everyone has to take turns and sleep with the little ridiculous diabolical rodent. And that's what they're doing. And, well, Christmas was crying and being very hysterical and upset. And some of it I I could understand. She was upset that she's going to miss her son's birthday. And I'm not sure if he's at the end of the week or whatever. It's her baby son's birthday. And I understand that would be very hard to miss your baby's birthday. You did make a choice. You did sign a contract, Christmas. I understand you're sad. And then she's crying. But then the DR calls her back. Ten minutes later, she's doing a booty dance in the kitchen. She is completely night and day. And that's what happens. She gets her happy drugs and she's perfectly cheerful as can be. I don't know what's going on with the DR. Now, we know these are probably previous prescriptions, I shall say. And, well, I'm not really sure what's going on. But between she and Nicole, they're definitely getting their happy pills. And they're emotional when they don't have them. Who knows? Anyway, darlings. So, I don't know. These are just my little cheeky opinions because I see what I see. And everybody else sees this too on Twitter and on Instagram. So, darlings, we watch this little bit of chaos going on, but nothing that interesting because we only have six remaining players. And that would be Nicole, Enzo, Cody, Tyler, Xmas, Memphis, and that's in Cody. So it's that six diabolical, nasty group of rotten apples. I mean, it basically is this. Who's more rotten? What apple is the worst? What apple is the least worst? Whatever. I am emotionally removed because these are the diabolical, disgusting people that are left over. They've all been microaggressive. They've all been very aggressive with their obnoxious opinions. Enzo's been the least obnoxious. He's been the least ignorant. You know, uh, I don't even think I recall him saying anything that would be not appropriate to say about anybody of color, but... He certainly has been in a room and he's encouraged it. He's, you know, agreed with someone. I mean, I know that if that was me, I would be like, hang on, what are you saying? You shouldn't say that. Doesn't take a lot. You can say, I think you're an amazing person and I want you to know that you shouldn't be saying this. So, you know, whatever. And we know that 
Nicole was agreeing with Memphis making fun of people with autism. That would be Ian. And besides that, she accused with Danny Bay of stealing Janelle's clothes. When Janelle left, they were such good mates. She left some things behind. She thought that they would be lovely for Bay to have. And what did the mean girls do? But they accused Bay of stealing clothes. I mean, that was so bloody obnoxious. And we also know that Nicole used the R word. She said, you know, do you think I'm retarded? We know we're not supposed to say that word. That's not appropriate. I mean, she said that Kesar was aggressive and that she was afraid of him and ran and screamed when he was coming down the hallway. It it just goes on and on. She was She's been bloody despicable. Cody has had everybody, all the women of color, in his mouth saying that he wants them out. So he hasn't been very good. Tyler pulled the faux prophet routine. We all know what he did. Oh, I'm so full Black Lives Matter. I'm going to give up my game so these women can play further. Then he re re-goes, renegotiates, says he's not going to do that. He backs out of it within like 10 minutes. I mean, it was the most ridiculous thing. And he blames it. Oh, Christmas wasn't going to do it. It was all a bunch of BS. If he wanted to do it, he could have simply stood up on eviction day and he could have said, listen, vote me out. I'm going to do something good about this, this I have passion about it. It means a lot to me. I want to be voted out. You know, put me on the block. I want to be voted out. If you don't, people, then you are going against this format that I have laid out and what I am doing for my movement. He didn't do any of that. He could have done all that. Instead, he just was like, uh, no, it's against the rules. I can't do it. Never mind. After he had his whole 30 minute segment, you know. But of course, CBS doesn't show any of that because they want you to think that they're woke and so are all their contestants, but they aren't. And well, Memphis, oh, buddy, hell. I mean, somebody filmed him. I mean, he was caught saying the N-word. I mean, they say that there was an investigation. He just said the first syllable, you know, in IG, but whatever. I mean, it's, I've watched the tape over and over. It looks and appears that to me. And well, he's made fun of Ian's autism, walking and making, you know, jokes about his walk and being despicable. And he's been absolutely despicable to David. So he's a hideous person. I mean, who is there left? I mean, Christmas, she was horrible saying that, you know, the girls were... Uh, women of color were going to be aggressive, stab her, shoot her, and gouge her. I mean, what I could go on and on. This is the despicable six. It's the evil six. That's why I could give a flying flip. Who wins final two? Being non-emotionally connected to the player makes it easy to just give you the news and give you the tea and give you my opinion 
because I'm not emotionally connected to any of these people now. They're just basically disgusting humans. In the show, that's my disclaimer. I don't know them outside the show. Bloody hell, I hope they're not like this outside the show. So, he continued to, you know, this is, I'm talking about Cody, continued to strut his stuff. You know, he was the HOH and there were all these like different little conversations basically telling Tyler, you're fine, you're fine, I don't worry, you know, you're going to be fine. I have to put somebody up or whatever, you know. I mean, I believe Tyler knows, I mean, come on. Tyler, he is probably one of the best players that have ever played Big Brother in the sense of socially physically with all the you know in his mind he can remember things he's just basically a good player in this diabolical game so he up against anybody you would be crazy to not to vote him out so he he is on the chopping block and i have pictures and videos please follow me on twitter follow me on instagram and you'll see all these videos that i put on my pages and you'll see my photos that are, you know, semi-controversial. So please follow me. I think I'll entertain you on those social media pages. And of course, if you just push the little link in my bio, you can listen to my podcast absolutely free. Come on now, this is fun, isn't it? So, darlings, we know that he's been kind of strutting his stuff. That would be Cody. And we know that there's been conversations. Enzo's basically kissing butt to whoever he's talking to. Oh, I'm your best friend and I think you're fine. You're fine, Christmas. You're absolutely fine, Christmas. I mean, I like everyone and you're fine for sure. Tyler? Tyler, you're fine. You're fine, Tyler. We're best mates, Tyler. We're going to be like the triple threat, remember? All the way to the end, Tyler. This isn't me. I don't know what Cody was thinking. I mean, you know, whatever. Enzo, I mean, he's probably playing the best uh, BS social game. Memphis, he could care less as long as it wasn't his neck. He's just an evil sword. And, well, you know, Nicole is very upset at both of them because they voted against her to keep David. So that's about that. You know, that's about it. I mean, Tyler, you're basically in quicksand. And he expressed that to the cameras. He cried about it. I think he's really upset that he's not going to bring home the big pot of gold to his girlfriend again, who said she was getting, she was getting ghetto and coloration when she was tanning. Who thinks of these bloody things? I mean, you have to have a pretty deep-seated type of mentality of total ignorance and, well, I mean, it is microaggression to think this way about people of color. So, I don't care what she says, I would never even, that would never come into my thought system. So that's what I say is like, I mean, what, what, I mean, what can you say? You, if you are thinking such a ridiculous thing, then I'm sorry, you're canceled. You know, that's it. You, you better get woke. And I mean, maybe in a couple of years, if you've done a lot of work on yourself and done a lot of volunteering, <laughs> then maybe I would think of uh, being polite to you, but not at all. And of course, 
now, she, you know, his that's his love of his life, and he's the faux prophet, so they're a perfect couple, aren't they, everyone? But please, don't support their nonsense. I mean, they need to really take a long, hard look at their ignorance, and don't buy their products if you don't support people that are ignorant, my dears. I mean, really, you know, there's so many wonderful products out there and so many wonderful people that you can purchase your little things that they are always promoting. So that's the basic stream of going on in the house or all these like little discussions. But basically, you know, we know that once Tyler is up on the block, unless he can get himself off by winning the veto, his booty is basically out. So the week continues and well, I mean, not really, because if you're watching feeds, you and I both know that they literally win HOH the next day, put up noms, and that same day or the next day, they play veto. And that's why I can give you all the tea a few days earlier. So we will see this on Monday because, as I mentioned to you, they have changed the days of Big Brother. And that would be Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday because of football season. So, and that's American football season. So they are going to show us who becomes the HOH on Monday. So, darlings, we know that Cody was the HOH, and, well, we also know they played Vito. So, they won't show us that until Wednesday, but I know all the tea on that. So, we know that they played a Vito. It supposedly was a very difficult Vito, and, well, everyone played in it, I believe, because they're down to such few players so I know that Cody being HOH played. I know that Christmas played because she's on the block. Tyler played. And we know that Enzo played. And I'm not sure about Memphis, but I believe he played. So I think that's everyone, isn't it? I mean, we know Tyler played because he's on the block. Enzo, yeah, that's everyone. So I guess everybody played. Anyway, um, and we know who won the veto. And that would be Cody. Are you kidding me? Yes, the Italian Stallion won again. I mean, bloody hell, whatever. He's the rottenest apple. He's one of the most diabolical, disgusting humans in the game. And, well, I mean, he's going to have to go to final two if they don't wise up because, and he deserves to win at this point. I mean, he has won so many physical competitions, And, well, he's also schmoozed his way. Can you believe we're on week nine and he and his mate and his Jersey boy, you know, whatever, and the duo, Enzo, they both have never been on the block. They've never been nominated to go on the block. I mean, I I don't know what these stupid sods are thinking. And we know that the girls... The the girls, the mean girls, are so desperate to be in the in-group, the popular group, with the good-looking boy, Cody, that they they didn't think about maybe forming a girls' group 
getting girl power behind them and going all the way. It's so sickening that girls can't do that. They can't stick together. They'll, they'll form a little group maybe for five minutes and the next scene you'll see somebody literally shysting all over the group again and, and telling the boys everything. I don't know why women do this. It drives me crazy. I don't want to say women in a general way. I mean, I know I'm generalizing, but I mean, in this game, that's what we've seen. We've never seen a, a woman group, girl power. We have never seen that to the end. Now, the boys, they make, they, they'll, they have some brotherhood. They'll go all the way, all the way to the end. They'll keep each other. I mean, it's the bizarrest thing that women are just, they can't do it. I, it's so nauseating and aggravating. Being a woman that's strong and loyal and being a woman of intelligence, I do not understand why this can't happen, but it hasn't happened in Big Brother. They always end up stabbing each other in the back. Not the boys. The boys will stick together. I mean, they do, you know, eventually stab themselves, stab each other in the back. But you know what I mean. They, they'll always start with a boys group. And then usually one of them will be in the final two or two of them. So that's too bad that women in the show hasn't, have not been able to do that because they need this mill attention. It's just the strangest thing. And so, I don't know, maybe there's a psychological testing. That's why they cast them. I have no idea, but we know that Danny needed Cody's approval and she just, you know, thought he was her BFF. And we know that Nicole felt the same way about Cody. And so, I just, I don't know. Anyway, so Cody wins veto. Unbelievable. So as we said, he is the big power of this whole week. Now, I'm sorry. You know, I talk with my hands because, well, I'm European and I tend to do that. So I'm talking with my hands and I hit my microphone. Sorry about that, darlings. Anyway, so he puts up Christmas and Tyler on the block, and now he says he's not going to use his veto. And of course, he's telling them individually, you're safe, you're safe, you're going to stay. And they're not going, you know, of course, you know, someone's got to go. And well, everybody knows that it's going to be Tyler. So this will be the first time that Tyler's gone to jury. He's not happy about that. He's already said he doesn't want to sit with those people in jury. He's already made that comment and he's going to have to, or he'll give it all up. And, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, Tyler's surprised us with all his shenanigans. So maybe he will just go right back to his Angela. I'm not sure, but he will supposedly in the show be going to jury and he'll be voted out this week. There was alcohol given and, well, as we have seen in the past, Christmas does her emotional things where she's bawling in one camera in one room and then she gets called back into the DR and then she comes out and she's doing her booty dancing and, you know, being very cheeky and happy about things. So I don't know. She gets some sort of happy pill. 
I'm just saying this is what it looks like. I don't know. That's my disclaimer. I don't really know, but, well, I do know what they've talked about, getting things from the DR. And these are always probably prescriptions that they come into the house with, but she definitely changes when she gets her meds. So she wiped her tears and she was doing a little, you know, booty dancing and very excited about knowing that she's going to be safe this week because people are going to vote out the better player, and that would be Tyler. Remember, Christmas has won two vetoes, which I'm going to give her that, but she, the only HOH that she's won that she goes on and on about, she didn't win on her own merit. She never even answered a question or touched a button. That was all day that did all the work until the very end and answered one question incorrect, and Christmas one HOH that week. And we all know that she was absolutely horrible. So anyway, Christmas will stay. Tyler will go. It's like exciting, but quick, able to like, I'm able to quickly give you the news because now with such few people, they'll probably have another double eviction and then there'll be an eviction of three, you know, of one, and then it will go down to two, on the final night, but we only have like two and a half weeks, so there might even be a triple eviction again. Who knows? But that would leave such few people. It would only leave three people left in the house for two weeks, so probably not. So they'll probably just do a double coming up, and then they'll have a rest maybe this week, and then maybe next week will be a double, and then they'll do it. Start working for the final. So that's about it, my darlings. I mean, there was alcohol giving. Again, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Look at all my funny little videos. I have some videos, but, you know, Christmas has to be the center of attention. She's thriving. I mean, it is, she's static when she's the only female in the room. And like Nicole was taking a nap you know, all by herself, big girl. And well, Christmas was, she put on her tutu that big brother gave her and she was dancing about, you know, and the boys were like, you know, they were actually laughing at her. She thinks they're laughing with her. They're laughing at her. Not like they're laughing at her because she's so funny. They're laughing at her because she looks ridiculous. She's a 40-year-old woman trying to be like a 25-year-old young lass. And, you know, the gig is up. So there was that. And then there was also this nasty business with Memphis again. You know, everybody was talking about David. And, oh, they really enjoyed David, you know, getting to know him. And um, they Enzo was saying this. And Xmas said it. And Cody was saying it. And then all of a sudden... You hear Memphis say, you know, oh, stop it. I don't want to hear this anymore. I don't give an F, but he says the real word. You know, he's like, I'm, I'm effing sick of that guy. I don't even want to talk about him anymore. Let's talk about my strip club thing. I mean, you know, and then he starts talking about his strip club adventure. And then he says the name of the strip club. And it's like, it's uh, Spanish for, for, like pretty girls. And it just, you know, it's poor taste. I mean, bloody hell, you're like pushing 50, I'm, you know, whatever. 
you have a little boy and you know i mean if you're a father maybe you shouldn't be going on and on about going to strip clubs and the, you know and he, and he doesn't even say nice things about strip clubs he he talks about them like they're raunchy and he was in a really bad seedy part of town that's how he describes it and he found this place and it, you know he's making jokes about it and then of course they go to break because constantly now feeds are being monitored and edited because production doesn't want these people to be so hated that they won't be able to even have a job outside of Big Brother. I mean, that's how it gets. It's just ridiculous. If you're a hideous person, it's going to come out. And it has. I mean, he is a hideous person. And he's definitely shown his microaggression. He's definitely been aggressive and obnoxious he's just he's such a douche i can barely stand him anyway he's talking about you know one of his strip club stories and so he had to interrupt these other mates talking about david and enjoying him and he has to get so jealous i mean you've already got him out you were despicable to him all season you had some weird feeling about him i mean you know we all know what it is but i mean whatever and he couldn't you know he's just he's just an awful person and also earlier that evening he talks about his fraternity i mean how old is this chap i mean he really is like in his mid-40s right i mean you're pushing 50 and you're still in a fraternity I mean, whatever, okay? I mean, that, I, I just started, I went, oh, of course, he's a frat boy. And, well, he's talking about how his chapter was, like, on suspension or something because some scandal, and, you know, he's still very active and goes to meetings. Oh, bloody hell. I mean, those kind of people, really? That's just pathetic. I mean, you know, what a pathetic sod. If I didn't think he was so horrible before, and then he has to tell those stories. I just think, oh my God. I mean, just, he's just paint a big one. Well, not a big one, because we know he doesn't have a big one. Paint a little tiny micro wiener or wanker on his forehead. You know, I mean, that's obvious. Okay. And so he's just despicable. Anyway, darling, so we know that Tyler's going to probably be going home on Thursday. I will be able to tell you more details about the actual competition if you're interested. Honestly, I could give a flying flip about if they climb up a hill or if they're answering questions or if they're going through a tube or whatever, you know, like crawling through things in the mud or whatever, sticky stuff. None of that really matters to me. I don't really care about the competitions. And I highly doubt anybody listening to me cares about those things. But I'll tell you what those are and what they, you know, what the HOH competition was like and what the veto was like. But we know that Cody won HOH. He won veto. He has the reign of the house and all control of this week. He's feeling very confident with Enzo. They truly believe they'll be final two, but you know, they also feel that they're gonna maybe take Memphis. They're, they're on the fence. Memphis or Nicole. Nicole's won nothing, but we also know that she, you know, 
barely played her last season and won, so I don't know if they're going to keep her or if they're going to keep Memphis, and they think that Memphis will be very loyal to him, them, but we know that, like, if Memphis gets a chance to get one of them out, of course, that would be the smartest thing for Memphis to do. So, we don't know, but Me- they're also egotistical that they think that they can win over the other person. I mean, there's only two people. One goes in second place, one is the final first place winner. It's not three people, so I don't understand why these have these people have delusional thoughts and stuff like that. So they should have put up the big players, whoever won, and then they should have kept the players that maybe were less, you know, uh, winning things and stuff like that. But they didn't do any of that. So they, the remainder of the evil, the only person that's probably the easiest person to go against would be Nicole. But you know what? The women tend to vote for the women at the end, so they shouldn't bring Nicole. So anyway, that's it. That's it so far for this week. Now, I'm going to, of course, have another podcast when I know all the details about the competitions. And of course, Thursday, I will tell you who goes home. We know that it looks very strongly 99% that it's going to be Tyler. And I'm almost positive there won't be a double eviction since there was a triple last week. So I will talk to you again for part two of the week of nine in season 22, Big Brother All-Stars. Darlings, thank you so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate your support. Remember, Black Lives Matter, love is love, and please, my darlings, if you are thinking about having a companion, a family pet, please adopt, don't shop. Take good care of yourselves. Cheers, mates.